So we want to welcome everyone, everyone that's listening, everyone that's watching. We want to say welcome back to the Thoughtful Discussion. My name is Corey Ochai. I'm, uh, you know, we, we're never here by ourselves, you know what I mean? So we, uh, you know, I got my, I love, got, my, got, I love my, got, got my good friend <laughs> on the right here. He's going to bring himself in. Let's do this darn thing, man. I love the, uh, the co-host uh, situation we have. It's been, it's been really wonderful. So thank you. Thank you, Corey, for being here. That's amazing. Um, my name is Josh Snyder, and you're listening to Thoughtful Discussions with Josh Snyder, and I'm here with... Tom Moss, a rose between two thorns, man. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> say that twice. <laughs> Just say it. So. And, uh, and tell me, who are you? What do you do? Give me a little rundown. I'm still trying to find myself. I don't know. <laughs> don't, <laughs> this is the type of treat you're in for I today, know, guys. I, this, uh, this, 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 uh, uh I'm, I'm an artist, bon vivant, socialite. No, but uh, I'm an artist living shitty side in my uh, studios over at 412 Studios here in Etna. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is beautiful this time of year. Absolutely. Uh, I do all kinds of different work. I, I In the past, I was a illustrator, so the commercial artist, and I do work for a company called Sports and the Arts. So we do work for sports arenas all around the country. So I'll do logo treatments. Uh, I'll do landscape paintings giant football players mm-hmm. uh, I'll in my past I've done cartoon illustration caricature illustration for magazines so it was like a commercial illustrator and then the another area doing fine art stuff that you hope resonates and mm-hmm. send you to the MoMA for, <laughs> for uh, you know for huge things but I'm, my work's all over the place so my only job that I had I was the pirate parrot mascot for eight years for the Pittsburgh Pirates back yeah. in the 90s putting my Penn State degree to good use but you know some <laughs> artists and actors they wait on tables Mm-hmm. I jumped around in a bird suit for eight years, so 700 baseball games and a few trips to, to Holland for baseball tournaments. Come on, to England, it, to London. Yeah, I was a, I've had a yeah. bizarre life, but that was my that was my only job. So everything I've done to make money has been involving creativity, which is super cool. Man, I, I, I call you a Pittsburgh legend. You're a, not even a <laughs> Pittsburgh legend. You're, I, I look at you like me being an artist and, and watching how you move and how you mm-hmm. navigate this beautiful lo- world, man. I've learned so much. Oh, I've learned so much and I'm so really? inspired. I, no, I'm truly, truly. I can am. move. It, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's the pinnacle. It's almost like, okay, that's where I want to be at. If you mm-hmm. want to do this full time, that's where you want to be. There's nowhere that I look that I don't see Tom Mosa doing art and having a blast doing it. He's yeah. lo- he loves this man loves what he does. So regardless yeah. Yeah. if you're an artist well, or whatever you comes through. Yeah. I mean and and you know I mean <laughs> like you said your intro I think you were even though you said a good bit I think you're still being modest oh my man. God. You Real quick, <laughs> do you know how many newspaper clippings you have? Articles that you're a subject of? Uh, there's any, a lot. There's idea. a lot of self-absorption if I wanted to go <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, yeah, but I have a I just want to give people an idea of who you are. Well, that, that's the thing. Back in the day, if you got a newspaper article about you, that was gold, Yeah. but then it disappeared. And that became like a, a fish, wrap, fish wrap. You know, you yeah. wrapped fishes back in the day. But now if you get an article about yourself, it's yeah. it's out there. And that's gold for an artist. I mean, Absolutely. 20 years ago, you had to, if you did a painting or a series of paintings, you wanted to get in front of art directors for an art gallery or mm-hmm. or for a magazine. You had to go to a print place, get them printed up. You had to type out a letter, put them in an envelope, go to the post office, mail them, wait a few days, and then make a phone call to some ADD overworked art director who didn't want to give you the second thought, and then you're lying around (laughs) depressed, like, what the heck? But now you can get the word out. So I have a. People need to know what that experience was like. Absolutely. 
So it's still it's ongoing, but yeah, I, I try to. Anytime I have rough times and I talk to people like 20 years ago, 15 years ago, it was tough mm-hmm. to get your work out. Work out there. I mean, look man. at this. I mean. Yeah, this is, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we, we say it's tough, but I mean, I, I think you, like you said, back then it was a real, there were, the grind was a lot more intense. Mm-hmm. It was a lot that. more intense, yeah. man. You know, we have so many more tools now. Mm-hmm. You know, we have social media. We can, I can talk to somebody in Japan right now mm-hmm. without even knowing them right. you know and actually mm-hmm. show them my work mm-hmm. you know back then it was really you had to have your feet on the ground you always had to be moving there was no you couldn't be an internet warrior you had to be a hand-to-hand combat type of person because everything was feet on the ground yeah. talking to one person at a time where now we can talk to the world you know but that's something where i see you navigating just as well and i think it really um i think the way that you had to approach it beforehand carried through carried on and like because you have the grind of like your grind is (laughs) is unmatched unmatched uh, i'm still grinded but i appreciate that yeah but now i mean your your art is about creating a dialogue and Mm -hmm. public art's about creating a dialogue but you're creating films now related to your work so yeah. that's a dialogue. You're, when they, somebody sees one of your paintings, well, this guy's a broadcaster, he's a filmmaker, there's more to the story. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to sort of get that word out. And it's a, how much do you manage your time? How much time you want to spend on social media? How much right. you want to do on publicity? And how much do you want to, to make art and get the word out? So you have to try to... But it is powerful. I, so I do a lot of sports-related work, but I have right. this theme where I, I have to do logo treatments for these stadiums. So you're coming up with different techniques, whether it be oil paint or acrylics, how many brush strokes you use. Yeah. Or when you say logo different. treatment, what do you, can you explain that? Just can you give it a uh, brief yeah. explanation? So like at a stadium, you have luxury boxes. And so all the luxury boxes have sponsors like Adobe or mm-hmm. Apple. So a lot of times they want to have their logo done in an artistic way. <laughs> okay. So you do logo treatments or you do logo treatments of the football team, the Green Bay Packers. So I developed this theme where you if you paint on footballs and you roll them onto a perfectly made stencil and you peel it off, you can see the dimples and the laces of the football or the basketball, mm-hmm. but then there's this perfect logo. What better way to 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 depict a Green Bay Packers logo than a logo that was created with a Green Bay Packers That's football? I, and it's I'll, such a great it's, idea. It's amazing. I could have thought of that idea when I was 20. <laughs> but it's, So I just I, I started honing the, the idea in little 412 yeah. studios, my little studio, and now it's out in a multiple stadiums. Yeah. But if you know you have a good idea, you yeah. know it's a good idea. It's, it resonates in a small room. You know it's going to resonate nationally. It's just that you have to get it in front yeah. of the right people. Well, you, the, you were doing all sorts. You were painting with tennis balls. That's, and, that's powerful. And all sorts of stuff like that too, right? Yeah. I Was always that first? say that everything I was giving a commencement speech to my high school so I, which was awesome <laughs> Huntington Area High School my bear yo is that on YouTube oh I'm, yeah I haven't looked at it because I botched one phrase and I can't <laughs> I, I pay I like I, I blanked out for like it. 20 seconds I, can't I watch would it pay to watch it it came out good yeah. but they for, they didn't realize that five years before that I had given the commencement speech as well but the new class mm. didn't know about it and the new administration didn't they were five years so they too got late. sloppy seconds oh, oh I did it twice so somebody I was having coffee with a buddy of mine, and he said, Tom, if you were to encapsulate the one word, how you're going to mold these young people's lives with one word in this speech, what would that one word be? And I said, I have no flipping idea. And I said another word, but I wanted, I had no flipping idea. And I thought, that's it, idea. That's the most important word in any language. Everything we do is an idea. Going like this with my arm was an idea that I had. 
uh, what shirt you're going to wear, what yeah. uh, what business you're going to open, what college you're going to go to. Everything we go, we do is an idea. Playing sports, you're dribbling a basketball, yeah. head bob, spin move, jump step. I've Every movement I've, is an idea. And I've it's literally totally thought about this. If I ever had the opportunity to mm. do a commencement speech, how would I start it? I would say, this is how it started. The idea that you think I know what I'm doing is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, that is how I would start it because <laughs> we you have to wing through life. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah, yeah. we we act like we do know what we're what we're doing or what we want to do, but a lot of times it's like we have an idea of what it is that we want to accomplish. We have no idea how to get there. So it's like let's just travel through this void and figure this thing out. But mm -hmm. the, the willingness to you know give to, yourself to, permission to acknowledge your ideas. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you got to push through it, but. So I had the idea of painting with footballs, painting a football or basketball. And you cra I could have thought of that idea when I was 12. That's true. You probably, you probably did. So you tell, <laughs> you know, you tell 12 or 15-year-olds or 18-year-olds, you don't have to wait till you're 40, till you're 30. If you've got a great idea and you don't, yeah. doesn't have to be an influencer, but you could develop a product, a, a, write a song or whatever, your idea is right mm -hmm. there in front of you. Give yourself permission as an 18-year-old to like, jump on it. I have no idea where I went with that, but <laughs> that, I, I gave two no, commencement no. speeches. It was uh, that was beautiful. Amazing. That's that's where we're at. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I think I think the listeners got a good idea of who we're talking to now, yeah. right? Hey, Josh, you had you had you you were saying that how many times has this man been in like embedded in an article? Right. What was what was what was the number? Because I'm 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 like he didn't have a number. I I mean I think hundreds. Hundreds. There's a lot. I mean. But, you know, that's all well and good, but when you, you don't go to your... I mean, for the amount of time I've known you, right. which is probably uh, almost nine years, because um, Shark's almost nine. Right, and, uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, I mean, I would say a few dozen. I, I mean, I've yeah. seen a few, a few dozen articles. There's, there's been a lot, and a lot, of, a lot of stuff with doing work for the stadiums. You go there for the art openings, and you get, you get put in front of the media. Yeah. You have yeah. to be comfortable talking. There'll be articles about that, and the... The idea of this guy was a baseball team mascot. That's an right. anecdote. You're always looking for anecdotes. But yeah. you can go with those ego trips of having an article. You go to, you pay the rent. Hey, I look at this article about me. Can I have this month off? No, you still got to pay your rent. You don't, you don't. Taxes. Can I look at these articles? Look at this. Wow, look at that. No, you still have to pay your taxes, man. Absolutely. So that's good, and they're powerful. You you have to get, share those, hold on to those links, get them out there, and keep promoting Mm -hmm. You know, the reason the, the reason I asked that, because I, I really wanted to know, I really wanted to step back into time and see, you know, when was it that you decided that this this beautiful this beautiful career that you wanted to have and, and, and your with your creativity, when did that start? You know, when did you say I want to be an artist? I think the two greatest days is the day you were born and the day you found out why you were born. So what was that day that you found out like why I'm here to do the you know, why I'm here? I remember distinctly in kindergarten we were Let's finger we were finger painting. Yeah. <laughs> we were finger painting. I remember the feel. Remember finger painting? The oh, feeling man, it of was swooshing the best. it around. And yeah. I guess they just gave you smooth, ultra smooth paper and some paint. They just you just went at it. Yeah. And I remember kids gathering around to watch what I was doing. And they thought, yeah. Oh, little Tommy's a really good artist. And I was in kindergarten, so I knew when I was really, really little. But my parents were both. My dad was an advertising director at mm -hmm. a. Uh, he could have. He worked in a newspaper for till I was like 12, and then he went to a locally owned department store. So he was doing creative stuff, writing jingles, designing mm -hmm. uh, displays for the store, advertisements for a newspaper, writing commercial radio ads, and everything. So I was surrounded by creativity. My mom wanted to be an actress, 
But my grandfather said, nope, you're going to get a trade. And she became a mom, and she was a great mom. Mm -hmm. so, but they were both involved in community theater. And these little, they were always mm -hmm. practicing musicals. So my mm -hmm. mom was a real ham. She always would have the lead. And my dad would be in plays, but then he would also direct a lot. So I was around this creativity. And my, mm -hmm. since my mom was, was held back from uh, her dream of being an actress, at least going to New York and trying, is right. that mm -hmm. the act of trying. Right. Uh, she said, I don't, my kids, I don't know what you, you guys are going to do, but if you want to go into the arts, we're going to, we're going to encourage you. And so That's beautiful. my sister Nancy's a casting director yeah. in town, Nancy Monster Casting, and Absolutely. my other sister's a website designer. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're surrounded by creativity, and so I just kind of kept on doing it, but I was always involved in playing sports and being an active kid and being, but then you, I didn't have video games to play. We had three TV stations to watch, and one of them was PBS. That was kind of blurry. <laughs> I remember those days. I guess ABC was kind of, PBS was kind of clear. Yeah. So there wasn't a whole lot to do, so I drew all the time, and I'd go out yeah. and play basketball and play sports. So it was like, it's ironic that I, I would draw a lot of, be drawn to, drawn. I would be pulled to draw football players and baseball yeah. players and, and cars. And then last week I did a rendering of Terry Bradshaw, Lynn Swan for a law firm office. Mm -hmm. So I still doing the same yeah. thing. There's, there's something I could say about your work that is so interesting to me, right? A lot of times people have a distinct style. You know, you know it when you see it. Like yeah. I, I know who that person is. It is so hard to know if you did it or not because you 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 don't you don't sit in one style like you you will you will navigate to different genres of, of this this art world you know mm -hmm. and, and it's almost like I, I've seen some of your neo-expressionism I've seen some of your realism I've seen your sketching and it's you know, it's it's a beautiful thing because it's like I don't like that may be Tom that that may not be Tom. You know, it's like you, mm -hmm. you, you're very broad in the way you create. You don't just stick with one thing and that's it. You know, it's coffee. Okay. And ADD. Okay. Okay. I get it. There was one. There, there was one that you did. What was the one with the bottle where you, you were doing coffee. a live painting? You had a bottle with paint in it, and it was supposed to be like chocolate or ketchup or something like that. Yeah. You. Yeah, I did. You know what I'm talking about? A live. I did a live painting thing for the Cultural Trust, and right. we uh, painted with chocolate. Yeah. But I faked it. I, I, I. It wasn't gonna work. I put brown acrylic paint in a couple of tubes to make it, make it work. But yeah, I was on a, I was on a sports, uh, show for KDKA, and I was competing against Jerome Bettis and Cordell Stewart. Uh, <laughs> we were painting with uh, mustard and ketchup, and it was a contest, and it was, yeah. it was, it was awful. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but all the different techniques. It's I would see a technique in a magazine. I'd say, oh, I want to paint like Monet, and I would do it for a long time. No, oh, I want to paint like Van Gogh. Mm -hmm. Oh, that I loved illustration. There was a bunch of, there was a, a editorial cartoonist named Pat Oliphant who I just followed. He's a great pen and ink illustrator, but he also wrote his editorial cartoons, and I would try to draw like him. Basically, I couldn't, all I did was pen and ink drawing as a high school kid and a little kid. Mm -hmm. right. I didn't start painting until I got to college, so it was just drawing, and painting is just drawing with a paintbrush that's, the way I looked at it. So that's yeah. what Van Gogh did. He did pen and ink drawings, like little slashes. And then he painted just like that. He just started using paintbrushes. So, mm. and you just, but it's all become part of your repertoire. You don't change what you do. You add to what you do. Okay, I can, I'm a chef and I can cook breakfast foods. Okay, that's mm. in my repertoire. Mm. Now I can cook lunch foods. I can cook, be fine gourmet meals. They're all, I can do all of that. You don't have to actually 
pigeonhole yourself, but the market will dictate mm -hmm. what's what money you're going to make, what projects you're going to do. Like okay. people who, who think that I do all sports stuff and I'll do, I'll do, they'll come at me to do sports related work. People that know that I would do cartoon illustrates for magazines, I would do that. So you do what you can to, to get by and make a buck, but it's all creativity. Once right. you're doing a cartoon illustration, mm -hmm. it's the same as you're doing a, ooh, a, a beautiful landscape painting. You know. and looking I, back I, on I, it, maybe it was better if I would have just done one thing, but all those skills are all in your repertoire that you have. I feel similar with like printmaking and Absolutely. I mean, I've been I was doing just it for 20 about years. That. I was just and thinking about that. As much as I'm printing other people's art, um, the the medium of printing as a as a science and as a as a art form is a you know there is a, a method and and you you get better over time and and experience and then different equipment and same thing you know you yes. you go from one thing and then you kind of build on that and you don't have to just stick with one one style or one type and uh, and so it definitely changes and and grows with you and and it, it can be huge you evolve and people say oh you change your style mm -hmm. no i just this is just something else that i do right. right but all those skills still come together all the pen and ink drawing when you start painting that same sort of whatever yeah. flowing style it's all part of the same so i was doing last week two weeks ago i got contracted to do three pen and ink 16 by 16 inch renderings of three pittsburgh steelers for the mm -hmm. a terry bradshaw room of this uh i think it's a financial company i probably should know but I'm working with the interior designer, yeah. not the company. Okay. And so there was two techniques that I liked. I like a circular, I call it my loop technique. Because yeah, I was yeah. a little kid, I like to draw in circles. Right. Notes evolved. I always, my business advisor always said, if you come up with a technique, brand it, give it a name. So mm. if you Google loop technique, there's a lot of crocheting and there's a lot of me. <laughs> That's beautiful. But when I was a little kid, I used to draw yeah, in ink. Yeah. I used to like straight lines. I would cut out. I have books of illustrators' work and artist work that I would glue into books. And there was right. a couple illustrators that had this really cool flowing line work. So I would practice that when I was in junior high and high school. So I did this, I was pulling out renderings from 20 years ago to use as samples for these people. And they said, we like this, we like this. That was from thing. 20 years ago. That's so when I, was, I did the renderings last week, it was like collaborating with the, the yeah. Tom Mosser from 20 years ago. That's beautiful. Because <laughs> I had that in my head. So I was like, oh, I, I know what to do with this. And I do that um, all the time. Man. It doesn't leave you, it's in yeah. there, it doesn't go away. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, those, um, all the different attributes, the stuff that I've done um, has to do with just, oh, I'm going to try that. And I just give myself permission to do that. But I, there's, I have tons of artwork, there are paintings and, that I've given away that didn't make a nickel from. It was just right. the idea of the love of doing mm -hmm. this and getting, right. I would, I'm a better artist and more involved artist after I've created something than before I created it. So that you kind know, of thing. But it, it's not the idea, like, you want to make money, but... Yeah. You gave me the, some of my best advice uh, when I when I started just to get into this journey and it was at four one two as well. I call it four four eight, but four one two. Yeah, that's, you that's know, I remember. Yeah, four, eight, yeah. four and, um, and you was. That's how I know you guys. Yeah, and you. The reason why all a lot of my pictures have the scratching in it. Tom gave me this tool. This was the first time I've ever had a tool like this. It was like mm. a a rake, and he he actually we were down in his studios. I went <laughs> down there to talk with him, and he was using it. It was like you know, it was like. It, it was the first time I seen somebody paint with not, without a paintbrush, mm. you know, or draw without a paintbrush. You, know, I mean, like, they, like, like he was saying, you leave know, it to Tom for that. Yeah, yeah painting, <laughs> painting is just drawing with a paintbrush. Right? His brushes are all lost. And so so we, like... we, we had this conversation where he was like, you know, why don't you try to use a twig or try to use this or try? And that's when I realized, like, oh, 
I don't have to use a paintbrush or, or, or a pen or whatever everybody else is using. I can find something else that has a unique path or a unique, mm-hmm. uh, a unique um, like pattern or just, you know, like thing to it and create with that. And then it'll be, you know, it'll make something completely different. And I still use that still to this day. Like I say, there's no rules to this. Like right. literally, that's what he taught me. There is no rules. It's a lawless yeah. game. So, and you just create whatever you want to create with, as long as you're creative, and that's your creation. Yeah, that's, that's it's gonna. I mean, yeah. how nobody paints like you. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Uh, you're an artist. You're a photographer. Yeah. Nobody right. has your eye exactly, but you're, you know your borrowing techniques and recipes and yeah. concepts, but you mix it into your own uh, persona. But. Well, that's my train of thought, but it's in the end, it's still, it's still you, and Absolutely. you have to give yourself permission to say, "Oh, I was playing volleyball at in Highland Park, the sand pits. Mm-hmm. I played there for years, and uh, I'm just killing my body, but it's so much fun. But I noticed when the ball, the volleyball would roll on the sand, right. you could see the imprint of the volleyball. It's a very, mm. uh, it's a set pattern how they weave a volleyball, and I and I would roll it around. And I would just I would throw the ball back, and then I'd roll it around. And then I went to the studio that afternoon uh, with a basketball and a volleyball, and I painted it, and I rolled it, and I went, oh, my gosh. This isn't a volleyball. This is a stamp. This, <laughs> this is a, an art tool. So I went, yeah. I went, and I, I, and I thought, well, how can I – I want to make logo treatments with this. But you also can, can create – like you take a tennis balls, and you lather them with paint. They soak up the paint, and you start rolling. Mm, and yeah. you can paint abstract work that doesn't – it looks you can see the tennis ball themes, but also it doesn't look like a tennis ball. It just looks like it was it's art, and you can right. I, you can't create that with a paintbrush. So yeah. I started I started ruining sneaker bottoms like yeah. Chuck Taylor sneaker mm-hmm. bottoms have not changed the, their look in fifty years. So Absolutely. it's it's iconic. So I I created a couple of Dick Sporting Goods. I reached out to them and I. And I ended up doing a, a few projects doing Dick's Sporting Goods logos. One was using Chuck Taylor sneaker bottoms with a stencil, using stencil board from Artisan Craftsman Supply. Absolutely. Them a plug, shameless plug. So that's that's my guys. Yes, yes. They have stencil board. It uh, has oil in it, so it won't warp. So Keep you go to Kiko's, you get the logo printed out. I'm giving out my secrets, but it's fine. I'm sharing the world. <laughs> and you, you tape the uh, logo onto the stencil board, and you cut it out. So you got a pretty perfect logo. It's like a little right. bit off. And then you just go through a simple process of you mount the stencil board or the canvas to the wall, stencil of the particular logo. You take the volleyball, the tennis ball, and you roll it. You peel it back, and there's your logo. All because I gave myself permission to, like, see this volleyball in the sand and say, that's an idea. And you could drive yourself crazy with, like, what ideas am I missing? But I thoroughly enjoy that. And it's like like I was was talking to you about you throw paint on a wall. It's like, well, that looks cool, the brushstrokes. But if you take just a stick or... Or a rod or whatever, you right. can start to draw in into yeah. it and it creates a different look and then you keep overlaying and I'm not one to like people send me ideas and videos of artists painting with like uh like flower pan flower uh like frying pans or something, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get too They're just doing that yeah. for because I want to discover sure. flating with frying pans on my own, so I yeah. don't. I try, I don't, that's that's I don't the fun like, thing. You know, I sometimes know. I don't like to look around. Yeah, you I know, like, I, I like to discover. You know, I like to yeah. like with it from within. Like that's that to me is more fun when I feel like oh I, I unlock something. You know, even if it's already done, it's 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 the 
it's it's that feeling you get. Like, you know, if you look at some of my pieces, exactly what you were saying, that's what happens, man. Where it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm painting and then I'm finding something else to scratch in there. And they're like, how did you get that? I was like, look, I just found something on the ground. It may be a rock, literally might be a rock in, in one of my shoes or something. I take out and just start scraping or something. But it's just, it, everything is fair game. And there's no rules into this. Create your own method. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's what's going to be methods. Your, methods, right? Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's just uh, it's beautiful to hear you so, speak like, about it, though, because it's like that's confirmation. Like, so, all right, am I? Right. So I've been mentoring uh, Andrea Chavaria for 20 years now. I had a little studio in Swickley. It was a little storefront, an old cigar store, and it was right across the street from the wine store, which was awesome. Okay. Positioning. So <laughs> it was an art studio, but I have I would have art shows, and I taught kids, and I taught adults drawing classes there, right. and. Uh, Shoot, I lost my train of thought. It was a really good idea. You were talking about how you were uh, mentoring or teaching. Oh, yeah. Back to Andrea. Thank you. <laughs> I need, could you follow me around all day? <laughs> Andrea, uh, so she's, uh, Andrea's deaf. She's got a twin brother, Alex, who works in, uh, lives in Denver. Hmm. But I've been, so she's got a lot of challenges. Uh, but she's really OCD and I'm really ADD, so our worlds collide. So I help her with her speech and her art kind of a life coach and an eccentric uncle figure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she, she's very clean and I'm not, but it's also a way of her breaking out of her OCD. I don't want to change her because how she is, somebody is very OCD in particular, they're going to create art a certain way that's uniquely theirs. But I want to, I want to add to it. But she, so we use, we use uh, I use gallons of paint for various artwork. It's right. only house paint if you use it on a house. You told me this. <laughs> I, I've been, me and my friends, that's what we do now. Like we'll just go grab a whole, it's you know. Only, it's, it's paint. It's paint. It's Paint's acrylic paint. paint. It's a zillion colors yeah. and people have tons of, uh, of paint colors. in their garages that yeah. they'll give to you. Absolutely. So she would come in, she wants to keep things neat because I'm like pouring paint on and stripping down the sides of the cans and getting on. She'd bring in funnels. I'd say, oh look, you pour the paint into the funnel, it goes in nice and clean. And I went, I went to the funnel, I went, look at it coming out. I went, oh my oh gosh, yes. you yes. fill up a funnel and the line <laughs> flows out and you can draw oh, with goodness. the paint. And I started going. You're like, oh, you, want, you don't want me to make oh, a mess? Here's a mess. Oh, look at that. I can use this as an art tool. It was life changing because yeah. I can create that kind of circular technique that yeah. I developed as a kid uh, with, with paint. Exactly. You are painting, but you're drawing at the same time. So. You also put a rod into a gallon of paint and you hover. You tried You tried to show me that yeah. for one time. I just couldn't get it like the way you did it, but uh, I had my own it. style. It's, 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 that's, that's what you did with the big faces as well. I did. A lot of, yeah. a huge portion of it was that theme and the big weakness in drawing circular with, with ink or pastel is that you have to put big pieces under glass. Right. And that's expensive and it's heavy and... The, but I can create that same look with the, using a funnel or using a rod and paint and hovering over the paper or canvas, and it doesn't need to be put under glass. And you can go huge, hence the really big faces. But that was an idea that was presented to me by Andrea that I twisted around. So like she brought in a paint mixer, a drill that we can mix the big gallons of paint. And right. I went, and I went, <laughs> oh. and that paint's flying yeah and that's you can do a it's real beautiful. fine mist if you for a background so you don't have to go to blick although blick is a fine store product blick placement is, blick is blick amazing it could be a sponsor hello blick walnut street blick.com <laughs> blick. <laughs> but you can go to dick's 
yeah. sporting goods to get your art supplies or Home Depot to get right. your art supplies. So it's, again, it's about the idea, about ideas are all around you, whether it be yeah. film, printmaking, your business. Which, uh, speaking of, uh, what is your current idea? But I, I want to... <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, I have many ideas. Uh, the big one. Well, one the one project is the the project involving Mark Fogel. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Mark Mark What's Fogel is a, a. I think he's mainly a history teacher from Oakmont, Pennsylvania. Okay. And in 2021, I believe August, he was he arrived in Moscow, at the, Moscow, Russia, at the airport. He was going to teach there. He has apparently, I think, a really bad back, mm -hmm. so he had a little bit of cannabis for his treatments. And they look through his suitcase, and you can see security camera video online. And they arrested him, and long story short, they sentenced him to 14 years in prison. And so I was aware of that. And uh, just over time, in the like last year, especially when I was we were working on really big faces, the the show, I was aware of the story. But you know, the ether of life, he kind of like gets mixed in. Mm -hmm. And a few weeks, you know, a few weeks ago, I was thinking about it and I thought what if I I saw a photograph of him and it looked like the photographs that I would take for really big faces when I took photographs mm -hmm. of you all he's just kind of looking at the camera just a gentle smile no teeth and he was taken from jail in Russia mm -hmm. by a friend and I said let's I, I'm gonna do a giant portrait of him in a really big faces style and maybe I can do something with this and then it kind of fed off each other quickly with coffee that <laughs> what if I got 40, 50, 30, 60 other artists in Pittsburgh to do some kind of rendition, not necessarily of a portrait, but mm. something involving freedom. I think that piece is a yeah, freedom yeah, theme. Yeah, yeah, freedom. And it have right a there. big pop-up show. So I'm talking with the Innovation Center about having a, a pop-up show sometime in the future. And uh, so it's now, Sasha Phillips was one of your co-really big face subjects. She's a great painter, but she's also an attorney. and She's the family's attorney. So... I reached out to her and she loved the idea, but I didn't know how the family would feel about it. The family is on board with it. They want to do a Zoom call with me. They're kind of overwhelmed by the idea of it. feeling. So I am started to reaching out to artists behind the scenes. I think I have 12 who are booked in to do for a yeah. pop-up. So they won't be selling a show. They get their art back. Yeah. But the idea is that now we're going to reach out to the Art All Night people yeah. to, see if, to see if they would encourage maybe having all... Art on night devoted to Mark's plight. Can you imagine having two thousand pieces of art related to beautiful. it? Even a section. Yeah, yeah. but a section. Beautiful. I think the worst case scenario they say encourage people get some PR to to encourage people to do art related to freedom, justice, yeah. Mark Fogel, and have a powerful event weekend event. But the pop up show will serve as a maybe a. Uh, promotion for that or we'll do it after I, it's all still in flux it's very right. fluid situation you got 13 because i got a piece right there okay. that represents <laughs> okay. that it's literally right behind and the i want to promote the artists you know the we're always talking about how yeah. can we can make an impact with with art or music right. film well this I think is one my, way my, my biggest thing is about mr fogel and, and 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 what's going on with him and and it's it's being combative to that approach of taking someone's freedom 
Mm-hmm. You know, for something something so small, something so minute, it's a medicine. So, um, and I, I feel like that's that's something we need to shine a light on. You know, we just went through that with Miss Griner as well, or, uh, with Brittany Griner as well. She was a hostage. They're yeah. hostages. Yeah, they feel they feel like tokens of war. You yeah. know, what I mean, and it's it's um it's it's just not right it's just not it's just something that shouldn't be happening and it's something that we shouldn't accept because what you accept is what you regret and i think if we keep accepting it it'll continue to happen so we need to at least let them know that we're here with them even if that's the least we can do but um you know we need to we need to shine some light i think it's some light and it's a two-pronged three-pronged thing it has it's also promoting the talent that Pittsburgh has in the art world and the music yeah. world, the film world. It's also uh, individual artists for them and it's for kids who want to get involved or whatever. There's a lot of things going on and I think it would have the potential to get a lot of national PR. So right, right. this is the first I've talked about it in public. Well, it's 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 not amazing. that I don't know when you're releasing this, but it's all in the future. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's all in Timeless. the works. You know, it's all in the works. <laughs> it's all timeless. But it's it's uh, I think I think that's absolutely beautiful to use creativity to uh, make the world just that much better. It's it's that's what this is about. Yeah, so. I'm not gonna make any money from the the portrait. The PR value is awesome. You always get yeah. PR value, and that's great. And articles yeah. and links, and it's all. It benefits me, but it's also paying forward. What can I do as an artist to help out in my small way? This man is by doing a big portrait of him, right. and and I'm happy the way with it has come out. It's almost done, yeah. So that's good too. Nice. You don't want, you know. I think I think he's that's six absolutely. feet tall, so but he looks looks good. And it's from this picture of him. He looks so kind, and and I've been getting messages behind the scenes from from friends of his, and they said he's a great father. He's a great person. Thank goodness for doing it i've done a couple little videos with of the portrait with music and i've had people write to me this brought tears to my eyes we need to get him free so it makes me feel really good that's beautiful and if you guys are not following tom mosa you're doing yourself a big disservice i'm telling you that right now man it, it is it is absolutely a gem that every day i can go on there and i can watch just some some other portion of your journey wherever it's taking you to because it, it shows us as artists especially Back at this you two guys. all over the place yeah Back yeah it's just, it's just right there it's like you know he can do this and do this like oh you know what maybe i can do this and like it's like that four minute mile you know no one thought it could be done until they seen it happen mm-hmm. and then it's like once they see it happens it's like okay it's a possibility the so barriers. are you still yeah. doing portraits every morning i am yeah, yeah little port- yeah. self-portraits yeah, yeah i'm on yeah. like this is the third year in a row i think every day every yeah day. and sometimes they're like little renderings little quickies little three months but then i write a little diary uh mara and i went to or mara proposed to mara <laughs> that's the one that's going to frame right there. Diary, that's over the fireplace. Yeah, I did it back in 2012. You need to print it really big. Yeah, I did it back in 2012 into 2013. Then I skipped a couple years. I did it again for a year. So now I'm three years running. So I'm like like well, 1,200, 1,300 selfies. Your face never changes. What is the purpose of... You know, that's just how you start your day. It's how you choose to start you your day. You it'd, be, yourself, it'd be end right? of the day. It could be at different times of day. It's they're all different times of the day, and sometimes I forget, and it'll be I'll be in bed and I'll get up. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> the self portrait, but a lot of times it's like well, guys, we can let our beards grow, yeah. our hair grow, so you can you can have some changes. But I I draw with with both hands, so I'll I'll. I'll use a variety of markers or pens or brushes, and then I'll do a lefty, and I'll say, okay, this one is going to be straight line. This one is going to be a caricature, like so. But we don't do enough 
it was an urge. It was inspired by the movie Julia and Julia, Julia and Julia, the uh, story of um, uh, the the chef, my assistant, my assistant. <laughs> Julia Child. Julia Child. The story of Julia Child and the, the woman who was a struggling writer and she needed some kind, she, her novel wasn't going to be sold and she needed some kind of writing outlet. Her husband said, write a blog. Why don't you write a blog about Julia Child and the art of French cooking? Cook a recipe every day for a full year. Within six months in New York Times, jumped on it and she became famous eight years later. Meryl Streep is in a movie based on her blog. So it was inspirational. What can I do every day as an artist? Right. Uh, with inspired by that, not that Meryl Streep's going to be in movie, but myself portraits. But it was like an act that I would do, and social media was a big part of that because yeah. I you post it. Yeah, there's a Facebook page. I think that helps. Portrait yeah. series by Tom Mosser. It helps break up your creativity too if you're working yeah. on a project, especially with logos. So something I was going to say about that too is, like, even though I'm doing printing and, and all of it, almost all of it, is pr printing that's not my work necessarily. Um, it's still the the method is what makes it my work and so for you you're doing someone else's logo you gotta you gotta redo this or whatever um doing the selfies i think is a good exercise to to break you know a monotony of of like oh i gotta mm -hmm. do 100 of these and i'm being paid and it's a commission yeah right mm -hmm. um but also you know when you are doing those and you can make it your own style and do it it still makes it it's, it's still your signature on it mm -hmm. you know so you can keep that where you you do things you make money and it, it's not necessarily your thing but it's still um, your style, your brand, kind of at, at the end of the day. And it's old school. Mm -hmm. It's old school art, pencil on paper or pen on paper a lot of the times. And uh, but but working when you're with your work, when I'm working with you. Yeah. And this past couple of months, we're doing all the work. I'm going to yeah, keep you busy it. this yeah. year. Thank you. But it's a collaboration. Yeah. It's a total collaboration. And can we talk about the collaboration yeah, please. that we did? Absolutely. So. Okay, how can I make, uh, give you a cliff note? So I listen to the Tony Kornheiser podcast right. religiously. It comes on like four days a week. The old, the old sports writer and ESPN host of Pardon the Interruption and shout uh, out to Pardon the, the Interruption. Pardon, That's one of my one of my one of my shows. Uh, that iconic I'm, I'm, show. I, I love it. Uh, just two grizzled old sports writers just having a conversation <laughs> about sports and life. And uh, so they, he's got a, a little goofy little section at the end of the podcast, Tony's Mailbag, where he reads emails. And people are great writers. Right. And he's a great reader hmm. of emails. So you would think, oh, he's going to read emails from people. No, it's really good writing, and it's really yeah. funny. He's got this little jingle, and they have one set jingle, the Tony's Mailbag jingle. and uh, But then they have marching bands do their own version, jazz bands and guitarists, like goofy, different kinds of singers. So I had the idea, I'm going to do an operatic Tony's mailbag joke. Here comes Tony's mailbag. That's a little segment of it. <laughs> so I did it in the front seat of my car with the, my golden retriever in the background, yeah. Lucas, outside of the art studio, 412, right. where we met. And uh, this guy was on fire when I was belting it out. <laughs> Look at him in this guy. I had to roll up the window. What's going on? It was like 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting. Here comes Tony's mailbag. So... I, I recorded it. I emailed it to the uh, the producer Nigel, and he wrote me back that night. Oh, we love this. It's going to be on tomorrow. It's like what? Goodness. So they played it, and it's it's hilarious. And so they play it like every three months. And I wrote a little company, did a little letter, and Tony talked about it. So every three months it happened. Then this is like a year later. Uh, I was listening. Lucas passed away, uh, my golden retriever, the night before, and I was sitting in the car, and I was melancholy, going over the night before, and. 
the mailbag, my mailbag jingle came on, and I went from melancholy to hilarity. Mm. And I thought that was just so striking. I yours. was outside the innovation Yours was playing. Center. Yeah, mine yeah. was playing. I was, I was Goodness. in the car outside the innovation center for really yeah. big faces. I was probably carrying your giant portrait thing my face. around. And uh, <laughs> I just went from melancholy to hilarity, and I thought that was just so striking. So I had the idea, I'm going to write to him and, and, and send him a print of the Lucas painting, a golden retriever at the museum. And I... I didn't get around to it for six months, but I kept thinking, and I said, finally did it, wow. and I sent, uh, you printed it for me, I, I mounted this little 18 inch by 24 inch piece, FedEx lost it, mm. and so uh, in January I sent it, the podcast comes on, and he says, oh, I got, I get this note from FedEx that I got this package from Pittsburgh, and it's gone, and he was really mad at FedEx, and he railed <laughs> against it, so the next podcast, people are writing in and joking around about FedEx, I reached out to the producer, and I said, Nigel, I think this is from me. I'm going to get you another one of what I sent. Uh, Josh produced the print again. Beautiful canvas print. I mounted it. I sent it off with a, a letter. And son of a gun, uh, he, I wrote to Nigel, and, and he sent me his uh, apartment. So I sent it directly to his home. And I knew it arrived because I saw on FedEx that it arrived. And I didn't think of it, anything of it. And, and two days later, he read my letter and talked about the painting and he said he loved it and he said it's just beautiful but my big hope is that he would put it behind him mm. on the set of pardon the interruption because he right. does it remotely at home and i i was talking to my beautiful fiance mara and i said we were at the gym and, I, and it was on and i said see right shelf right there that's a perfect place for it this was on uh friday on monday we were at the gym and and I left, I'm in my car, and I get a text message from a friend with a picture of the PTL of Tony Kornheiser, and there's my painting that you printed, Pittsburgh yeah, Printship, love it. right behind him. Oh, my gosh. It was so cool. And I, my phone's been blowing up on social media. I've been promoting it, and I, we're, I'm going to be ordering a bunch of prints from you tomorrow. We're making money. Man. So it's so cool and so fun, and I'm getting messages from, they call themselves Littles if they're a Tony Kornheiser podcast follower. <laughs> I'm a I'm a loyal little like you. I'd like to find out how I can order a print of your dog's print. So so cool. But again, it's that idea of you know this painting is a good idea. It's done well. That painting went viral and we sold out of the print and it's been a great thing and I've made money and the mugs as well. Mugs, the mugs are coming out mugs. with merch. Oh my Look goodness. Look for the merch on TomMonsterDesign.com. down. The Lucas Paw Company yes. it's called. The Lucas Paw Company. The Lucas Paw. <laughs> I Paws love, up. It. love it. Paws up, y'all. Hey, so you made it to ESPN, it, my guy. Yeah, but the, it was a good idea, and you get it in front of the right people, and it's right behind him on ESPN. So we're at the gym tonight. It's on. He's going to put it up all week on the yeah. show, and I'm getting emails from old high school friends saying, I'm sitting here on the couch watching PTL, and there's your painting of Lucas. So, again, if you got that good idea, keep putting it out there. So, man, thanks. <laughs> get I, I need one it's, myself. I need no, one it's myself, cool. It's, it's fun, too. It's fun. It's a little painting. It's in my my home. Right what now. an amazing story! What Super an amazing story! Just this week, it was today. It yeah, was like two yeah. Hours. yeah. Not to date it. It's very much in the future. <laughs> <laughs> timeless. We're timeless. It's timeless. This it is worth living to, even if it's five years. That, from now. That's true. That's true. Just, you know, they'll, they'll figure that out. Yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Your beard will be down there. there. <laughs> Mine's will hopefully be like here because my beard just doesn't grow like that. I don't know what he's it's putting amazing. in it. It's like it's special amazing. berries and juices and oils and stuff. He just keeps it to himself. He doesn't let me know. But you, we met at 412 Studios. Yeah. And, and Josh, yeah. you were, we were both upstairs, and you had a, a little studio space. And Yeah, when I first started out, I, was, I had an art studio space that I, I moved a copier into. And um, it was so small. It was a 10 by 10 area. 
and I had this big copier and a desk, and then I pack and play because Shark was there. <laughs> I had so it with me every day when, I, when you first started out, and a cutter, and I could yeah. sit on my swivel chair, and my feet could kick every single thing that I had. Yeah. Um, that's how small my, my little print shop was at the time, and then uh, grew from there, and, and it became it's what like, it is now. So, so inspirational. It's like, beautiful. You're an entrepreneur, but you're an artist and a photographer and you're a designer, and you're making happen. You're a great dad, this <laughs> little boy. I mean, jeez, yeah. that yeah. was so great. And then you've, you you grew out of it. You went to several different facilities, and now you're at yeah. the big facility in Aetna, yeah, just but, blasting yeah. it out. And I, I encourage you to get that amazing printer. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. But and you you can get the same quality prints that Tom gets. At absolutely pghprintship.com you can check it out the ease of use on this website oh it's my phenomenal so, it's, and you, it's, it's so easy to navigate you, it is truly when you order nice. a print you you know you pay for it online very easy and then quickbooks send you an email of your purchase and it's all saved so you can go through at the end of the month and you can say oh mm-hmm. this is i've i've spent 430 dollars with pittsburgh pin trip this is how much money it's great it's Thank so you, easy in the work and it's and the quality of the work is it's phenomenal. It's absolutely are amazing. No, one, no other place I'll go. No other place that I, I mean, don't Thank get you. me wrong. I, I appreciate all the other print shops. It's out gone there, national. Your work has, is national yeah, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, I, he, you, you've done some. You've done. You've done some prints for me. Has gone overseas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's just amazing. I'm actually an international artist. And there you go. Thanks, thanks to uh, one of the prints that you uh, made for me that I had to embellish. So it was great. Yeah, I met you as well at, at four twelve, and it was just. Yeah. It's just you been, were getting in at four thirty, and you were. Pumping it out yeah, early, making me feel guilty like I'm drinking <laughs> coffee at seven. Yeah, you're the I'm only going. person I would ever see there every day like I was. I was like, I had to make sure I was there to make sure I meet yeah, with you've Tom. been there for hours already, yeah, but yeah. I would think, Corey's up. I got to get going. I get love there. it. We inspire each other. That was great, yeah. man. Tom's door was always open. It was. It yeah, was. Right. I would love it. I would just Sometimes I would just walk the hallways because this art is all throughout the hallways. I always loved this, your abstract. I always loved walking through and seeing the abstract art. And it just gave me so many ideas. And um, man, it was it was beautiful. I would walk the halls at five in the morning and just check it out and just be inspired and go upstairs and like, oh, I got it. It just hit me. So the big like the the thing about uh, doing abstract art kind of led to the Lucas series, the Golden Retriever. If you have a Golden Retriever seated, looking at a painting of a tennis ball with a black brown black background in a museum setting, because when I would do an abstract paintings swooshing paint around how do you know and i would i do abstract paintings just as a break just to kind of like just right. don't think just go maybe with a little bit of structure or whatever right. but how do you know when it's done when somebody says "Corey, that painting <laughs> that's beautiful i want to buy it is it done matter of fact it is <laughs> you know. but one way for me to to think of it was done i do a Big painting of an abstract, a big abstract painting, but I would I would create it as if it was in an art museum, and I would show mm-hmm. a person from behind looking up at it. Now you could juxtapose a lot of stuff with it. You could show. A, I got the idea from watching a little boy at the the MoMA museum. He was looking at this striking, rather almost sexual painting, and I thought, wow, this is a juxtaposition. But mm-hmm. I just like the pose, and it's something that people use in advertisements. Like Norman Rockwell did a painting mm-hmm. of a yeah. guy in a business suit looking at a Jackson Pollock that was in there. So I did a series of paintings, abstract paintings, with people. And then that's how I thought of the idea, oh, what would Lucas, my dog, look at at our art museum? Okay, a tennis ball. And that's how that idea led to that from, like, how can I try to wrap my head around when an abstract painting is done? Well, put a person in front of it, okay, tells a story, it's done. So that's how it led to that dog. So it's like, 
it's this popcorn thing that happens. Man, that it is so deep. That that painting is so deep. We had it at the TT Studios. Everybody would mm -hmm. stop because yeah, a big was, version of it. Yeah, yeah the big, big version, version yeah. and it was absolutely amazing because you have you have a golden retriever looking at, you know, a framed artwork of a tennis ball in a museum and is sitting simple. there staring at it but you don't realize you're doing the same thing <laughs> yeah. that lucas is doing you know and it's, it was just it was absolutely amazing because it's like oh that's hilarious when you sit there like oh that's that's phenomenal like who would have thought of that and then it was like hold up and i would let them know like hold up we're actually doing exactly yeah. what lucas yeah. is doing right. so it, it so it got the chance to take you in to the piece it is it it's mind-boggling and it was just done for the fun of it i knew it was a good idea yeah. but it was just done for the fun of it so it accidentally excuse me promoted um tennis it promoted love of art right. and it promoted love of dogs or golden retrievers so there was wow. three things going on checked all those boxes yeah. so it checked all those all those boxes and uh later on at the united states tennis association found out about it and it's the only time they've ever put a non person playing mm. tennis they put the lucas painting on their cover of one of their issues so that was really fun yeah it became really big and uh but th that whole series of and again i i we tied in uh with with um rescue groups and variety of different organizations we would say every print that we sell for at least maybe six months or however long we'll donate 100 dollars for every print that we sell yeah. so the lucas the first lucas painting sold out in six weeks and we cut a check to what is now called Animal Humane Rescue for $10,000. Oh, wow. I made money, too. So yeah. Lucas got all the treats he wanted, but it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah. They're very happy. So right. you get those organizations to promote your art. They're happy. You make donations, and your art gets promoted, and you make how money. How did you learn how to market the way that you market? Like you, you, you said it's all about getting it in front of the right person. If there was right. an mm -hmm. artist that was just getting started now, what would you say? How would they get their work in front of the right person what would well, some, it's a, some it's advice a, it's a product i mean mm -hmm. you have a product your yeah. business your printing business how can i get i can do great work at this my facility in etna and i have a website it's ease of use people are going to like this what i do all over the country so how do i get the word out and my, my dad was an advertising director so i grew up looking mm -hmm. at advertising mm -hmm. age and he would say things one thing that struck me and it was a little bit reference to the Lucas painting is that when you're driving past a billboard you have about 3.2 seconds to yeah. grasp what the billboard is, right. is saying and that really struck with me so he would say hmm. two images you got text image text image and people can grasp it it was like a, he would talk about you got to think in a second grade education way but also in 3.2 right. seconds or whatever the time was and he said but I think yeah. about I seconds. hear right. when people are designing billboards they say uh, four words or less like yeah. you, you mm -hmm. want to drive that point without without talking too much. If it's too mm -hmm. much, you, it's just like, noise. Too Lucas annoying. is a dog and a tennis ball, mm -hmm. and That's you also wanted like artwork that you can stand far away from and still kind of get it. That's why football is such a great sport in the sense that you can be at a bar and you can watch the game from clear across the way because you can see the ball, you can see the action. Hockey, you can't see the puck. Yeah. You just kind of watch the players and you can tell where it is by just watching the players. So. Right. And even like it was a test today at the gym, right across the way, a little TV screen. You could see Tony Kornheiser and Golden Retriever at the museum behind him, and you could see what was going on in that image because it's just two images. And that's I think that's part of it too. Have your message to be simple, 
to get the eye catching because they're constantly bombarded with imagery and scrolls across the screen. Right. Mm -hmm. Simple. He also would say simple was also always better. Okay. Like let it be. Hey Jude, music from the Beatles that still resonate. Just simple songs. It's like when Rusted Root, that their one great song, Show Me The Way, was a very simple song that you can kind of sing along with. Mm -hmm. And their other songs, they just started going off too much, much and mumbling. You <laughs> can't sing along to that. Keep it simple. That's a sound bite right there. Hi. <laughs> we can edit this stuff out later. We'll, 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 we'll tweet these are it, good parts. No, no, this is the stuff. To you. This is, this is, those are the jobs you want. But friend. like, I'm constantly like, I'm a better artist just by having, just looking at these, especially like even the color combinations. I'm looking, I can oh. see the, your your camera, I can see us on the screen and I'm seeing what color, colors that. look good. Like this sweater looks good with the brick, you know? So yeah. it's like, I'll remember that. Yeah. Well, for when you come <laughs> back, on this, when you, when you, no, when you come back for the uh, round two, that'll be amazing. Yeah, you know, but it's like, a, hold it, up, I know there's gonna be brick behind me, what matches with that. In the morning, <laughs> I, in the morning I'll get up and I'll think, okay, what, also, like with social media, you can you'll throw an image out there. It's like a mini focus group meeting online. That's what it and feels you can like. see what images resonate. And uh, it could be like, okay, I got forty likes, which I usually get three likes, or I got two hundred likes, and I usually get thirty-two likes. Well, that image, what did I do that resonate? Like one of the things that I is a pet peeve of mine when people post photographs of their wedding or art, and they post four photographs. It's too many. Okay. You kind of tune it out. Just do one strong image, maybe two at the most that are on, that you're not scrolling through different photographs, just one image and that resonates and people grasp onto it. Mm -hmm. So again, it's like, keep it simple. Keep it and simple. people say, whoa. And I'll also have a really cool name like Corey. Oh That's man, you. I appreciate it. I like how you pronounce yeah. my name too. Yeah. Mosin. Mosin. I like that. Mosin. Oui, oui, je te What's that? Very French. <laughs> Mosin. No, but I always like, and the thing of, it makes me feel good that my door was always open uh the studio because i'm a real social guy like yeah. we had a a group art show at my studio yeah. mara my lovely fiance my yes. beautiful fiance was Shout part of so there were, i just people friends were come would i encourage friends to hang out at the studio and paint yeah. and they weren't necessarily artists but they want to get in touch with their creativity and three three four people were doing it on a regular basis bringing coffee which was awesome or mm -hmm. beer which is even better <laughs> and i said let's let's have a group show and like four other people jumped in so at times we'd have like seven, eight people at the studio making art. It was awesome. And people were coming in with house paint. And that was the first time <laughs> I thought about house paint. He's gonna, I, thought, he's, he's I went, that's, that's it. And another person took a rod and like did a face with the, the paint flowing right. out. I went, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm using that. I'm using that. It was right. great for me. And we cleared out the studio and everybody hung out their artwork and we had a show and it was a huge success and fun and there's, there's so many artists that I know that has made their way through that studio. From mm -hmm. Ankita, which we had on the show yeah. as well. Uh, she's also uh, Ankita Sinchetti. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I believe that's. I, I'm sorry, Ankita, if I'm pronouncing no, you, your name you wrong. No, you have it right. <laughs> right Ankita. Ankita. I, I love it where names pronounced, as well as uh, some of my other friends as well. And it's just like, you know, a lot of them have the same story. You know, I would go in there and you would help them like harness this, this idea that, you know, there is no right way. You know, like there, the way you create is the best way. You know, that, and I think mm -hmm. that's beautiful. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to find out what my, you know, what my thing is. You know, it's the individuality. Yeah, and your, you know. your story is so great. I yeah. mean, your triumphant story and your comeback yeah. story. And yeah. 
that's part of your art. Yeah, you put that out there. That's and everything. That's part, it's inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure people know about your story, and it's yeah. like something that inspires me a lot. We got a sore ankle. I think, look what Corey, you know, put up, get up there and go. Amazing. Get up there and super, go. Superman, superstar. And well, I appreciate your story it. of being in this. I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur yeah, in this yeah. little studio space with all these big printers and you're smiling and putting it out. Boom, you're out of there. Bigger, bigger, bigger. And now look at where you are man. having stuff on ESPN. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come on. That's it's amazing. Not, that's what I'm talking about, man. Wouldn't yeah, be here without you. My studios yeah. is stapled. I have huge canvas prints that you produced for me. Yeah. And I'm I'm embellishing them. I'm painting them. That's another way for artists to, to enhance reproductions of the work. Mm -hmm especially on canvas, you leave a little space so people can, can wrap the canvas around stretcher bars, yeah. but you paint on them slightly, add highlights and embellished prints. I love There's it. a great I, way. I have some canvases in there and that's right. exactly what's about to go down and with them. And, that's, and people will collect and they'll say, you know what, I'm gonna, I want an original. I love and it. So you they can't afford the original, but you can get this beautiful print that's been embellished by the artist. Uh, it's just, it's a phenomenal way to keep the art moving. So. You know, art is in print. We print money. Hmm. So it's a way of... But also, it's like your work is being seen by more, more eyeballs. That's too. it. That's it. And that's what it's about. Getting, getting in front of the right people is what you've been saying the whole time. We've been sitting here. And, um, you know, because as long as you, you, you believe in what you create... And and you you got that idea that this is for some you know this is this is good you get it in front of the right people it it just takes some yep. time but once you do you never know you might make it to ESPN right and right still, hello and it's still old school yeah. it's old pencil on paper but then there's technology like there was an AI story on CBS Sunday Morning we were watching and and there was this segment was about art made by AI and it was yeah. like whoa. whoa you know we were talking about that a little bit on the last week's episode. it was one it was Dolly two. Yeah. Dolly mm -hmm. to name yeah. after salad and you type in golden retriever looking at a tennis ball at a museum and it it goes and it creates yeah. and there's some images I don't know how it's done I absolutely you either embrace that I love or it or you go oh my gosh it's gonna replace artists no, I, I say embrace it it inspires me yeah and I you can get it. design ideas man yeah. art students yeah. you could like punch in different oh I maybe not do like exact copy of that but oh right. I like the layout of that I did a, I uploaded I'm sorry I uploaded an app on my phone today and it was you took a and it asked it's free but it asked for money after a certain portion of, <laughs> of course it does. but i using the free segment and it, it's a filter it takes yeah. photographs of people and it makes artistic renditions of that person right. and i'm was doing the giant portrait of mark fogel and i'm kind of like i really tweaking his eyes i'm kind of right. like not struggling but in the photograph his eyes are kind of blurry and and i just so i did the filter one filter on this photograph that I'm working on and it went it funkied it up and I was able to see what I wanted where the reflections were hitting was his eyes yeah. so my rendition of his eyes does not resemble this graphic but it helped me show where the light was hitting this this filter so that's a great technology that, tool. and that's that's what I want to love that's what I love about this whole AI thing is that I you know we're inspired by what we see so if we see a whole different approach to what art is it's another tool yeah it's, it's just gonna tool. it's just gonna push us forward and that's so it's I, gonna I, it's gonna transform art and interior design yeah you know mm -hmm. you can do something with ai but maybe paint on it 
Absolutely. It's a mixed, because of mixed media. Embrace it. It's like the whole Napster thing. I, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm not good, scared good. of it. I actually appreciate it, and I feel it's here to help push us forward as long as we as long as long we look at it that way. It's all perspective. Right. You know, yeah, totally. Speaking of, you know, speaking of, you know, pushing us forward and, and so forth, you know, I wanted to... The liquid death is pushing you forward. <laughs> the, the liquid death <laughs> What do you put in this? Yeah, Whoa, this, hey this, now. This no, is hilarious. I, I, I actually really enjoy this. This is really great. Liquid <laughs> death, man. Shout out to you guys out there. But, you know, if it's, there were, it's really good, actually. It is. I was like, what's the, the difference? Logo. It's so clever. It is. It's just the whole time, water. the whole time, I was thinking it was like uh, energy drink and so forth. I've seen everybody drinking it, and it was like, you tell me, it's not. It's just water, but it's good water. It's like art is everywhere. I mean, it's got the yeah. skeletal design, logo design. Everything we see was created by an artist designer yeah. and so forth. I'm Absolutely. sorry, I interrupted you. No, were... no, no. That, no, I, I love, I love what you had though. But I always tell everybody that everything we look at. There was an artist that touched it, right? From a blueprint to to the design to, to something. You know, it all has to come from thought and then go through a process of maybe showing a render of it, then creating it. So artist artists has touched everything that we're looking at. This whole world is created by creatives. Just Every, saying. Everything we see is design from some part. The light post outside the yeah. street lights, yeah. cars, vehicles, you know, that they say when a lower funding for the arts well everything we have is is from based on art. creativity from art in some some form yeah. come on people come on and it's come just on. about creative thought encouraging kids to have creative thought creative solutions yeah. whether they go on to be a scientist because you you're confronted with an issue how can you creatively solve this issue whether it be with science or personalities yeah. allow yourself to have that creative thought I'm very deep. No, I love it. I love it. No, but that's that's what it's about, it's man. It's it's about keeping the imagination alive, man, in the younger generation, and that's that's what it's about. You know, uh, making sure that they understand it's okay to imagine and use your imagination, uh, and and don't try to kill it. Like let that roam because those are those. That's the way we're going to get to Jupiter. That's the way we're going to get to Mars. It's not going to be the person that that's always thinking rational. We need somebody to push beyond that. We need some, we need you kids to use those imagination. And, and those people out there, like, don't lose that. That's that's the stuff that pushes the world forward. So you see a lot of people who um, who have physical problems, that they're overweight, they're ulcers or what have you. And if you're waking up every day, it, it doesn't mean you have to be an artist or a creative. But if you hate what you do just every day, and it's like, oh, grind. It's gonna like gray hair. It's gonna and your insides, and it causes the Stress is one of the Diseases, major killers. Kill, it's, mm, gonna, it's a killer. And and make take some kind of step, whether it's in your personal life, that say, I love, I want to be a chef. Maybe I can develop a recipe that I can mass market. I make these donuts, like grandma's donuts. Let's market these donuts or something. Yeah, but man. to wake up every day and hate what you do. So the times that I was really struggling, and just everybody's struggling in a business, I still loved what I did, and I'd get into a project, and I and I loved it, and I would have friends, especially out of college. They're driving around in their new, their company, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. paid cars, you know. But they would, I had, I had probably had a half dozen uh, friends say, "Tom, I, I wish I loved what I did like you do. Mm -hmm. I would give up this, you know. I'm just, I just buy stuff, and then I, and then I, uh, and nothing wrong with buying stuff. I like nice right, stuff, right. but I just buy stuff as a way to sort of like." buy some time, some <laughs> mental time, but then it yeah, fades true. and I hate what I do. I yeah. want to make money by something that I 
that I do, and I uh, that was very inspirational for me. And I would just say you you should still have time to right, make changes. Or, yeah, live off of what you love, man. Try to find a way to live off of what you love, and and that to me is uh, that's a significant existence. You know, since we're talking about you know you and your journey, you know, if there was something that you could actually ask or if, if you were sitting across from your younger version of yourself before you went on this journey and, oh, it, and, and and you wanted to give that that person any advice that that younger version of Tom what would you say to that person uh, I would say man you're gonna have a beautiful woman in your life hello. in a few years hello that's what I'm talking about talk that talk with, Tom with poor taste saying? in men though <laughs> you can't see her expression off off camera Oh goodness! That's, you, that's the you great make her thing. smile, though. It's the great thing about like this project that I was talking about, where I was, I was doing a pen and ink rendering of Terry Bradshaw, mm. the old Steeler, right? Well, I have it in my computer in my files of a drawing of I have three drawings of Terry Bradshaw. One when I was eleven years old. There it is, pen and ink Terry Bradshaw with this funky face mask that he wore for like one year. I think his his sec, or second year or whatever. Dumb knowledge that I know mm -hmm. and I was drawing Terry Bradshaw as 11 year old and there I am doing a rendering of Terry Bradshaw in ink from the same year of his playing days I'm I'm still doing it um, and I want to like say thank you kid keep doing what you're doing because <laughs> it's going to lead now you want to make some choices in college <laughs> <laughs> some invest, now that night that party <laughs> and uh your senior year maybe avoid that party no, but it was, it was, it's a great thing about, even like to go back to a, an old painting and like touch it up or an old sketch. Like I had these old sketches I did when I was 12 and I kind of like drew on it a little bit. It's like collaborating with the 11-year-old version of myself. So I'm, I'm of the belief that that 11-year-old that is still in you, that 15-year-old is still in you, the 20-year-old, the 25-year-old, the 28-year-old is still in you. And they're all having conversations yeah. with you. And like one of your family members pushes your buttons. Well, that 12 year old's getting pissed. And he's kind of like, no, you calm him down. So you have to have this conversation with all the, you know, however, the 30 people in your body or how many people are in your body making decisions. But you're, you're every artistic collaboration, I'm collaborating with a 12 year old, 20 year old, 25 year old version of me. It's like that famous artist who would, who was the guy who would do, he's a very famous artist. He, he later on in life, he painted the squares. Oh my goodness! Uh, it's gonna hit me afterwards, like midnight or something. I'm like, I'll rise out of. Leave bed. a comment if you know what it is. Yeah, yeah, there we go. In any event, he he but, um he was a phenomenal abstract painter. Then he just started simplifying. You know, it was just squares. Uh, Rothko. No. Yeah, Mark Rothko. Yeah, yeah, we're talking yeah. Rothko. Okay. Somebody, gotcha. some woman at a art event at a gallery said it was snooty, and it was just like a oh, big square. And she said, "Well, how long did it take you to make that?" Yeah, and he no said, idea. He said, "55 years." Absolutely, his whole that life. Was his life, his whole yeah. life. So it's like when somebody says, yeah. uh, "You're not paying me for my time. You're paying me for my talent. I can make micro decisions. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. To finish something in a short time. Don't penalize me because I can do things fast. If I'm a writer and I'm an editor, mm -hmm. I can look at your piece and I can edit it. Well, this is how much I charge. Well, it only took you a half an hour. Well, because I have 40 years that it took me exactly. to do it. So, exactly. Exactly. And I, you know, I don't think there's any better way to end than on what you would say about to yourself. You would say, thank you. Keep doing thank what you're you, doing. Kid. And also, don't go to that party. Don't go it? to that party. <laughs> Senior year. That, oh, the peppermint schnapps. Your freshman year on Packer, third floor Packer. With those two seniors, do not do the shots of peppermint schnapps. No, That's Tom. No young Tom. No younger Tom. Don't do it. 
the don't first night of the word hey. spins game. I that don't no peppermint schnapps. <laughs> every time I every time I eat peppermint mint ice cream, I reminds me of that night. My first oh night. Yeah. goodness, Anything mint. it must have been bad. Believe on that note, yeah. no mint. But it reminds me. It's like that little that little trigger. The same with art and yeah. ideas. Those triggers are still there. So there they go. This they, has been they, great. They never go anywhere. But guys, I wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. And this was a treat right here. Thank you thank- for listening and watching. <laughs> Thank you so much, Todd. I, I look, I look uh, good. You look phenomenal, especially good. with the hands up. We should all just put the hands. Everything up real you quick. do is an idea. <laughs> Going like go. this, it's an idea. I thought of this just now. There you go. There Cultivate you go. your ideas. This is the mind of this, a creative. This was an idea that I just had. Here's some more ideas. No, we want to thank everybody for listening, man. We, we, uh, Tom, this has been a phenomenal uh, journey. I learned a lot, actually, to tell you the truth. This is this is great. Um, for those out there listening, man, we want to say uh, once again thank you. This is Corey Ochai. We are at the 1028 studio, so if you guys are listening and you actually like what you're hearing, you like what you're seeing, you want to try this thing out called podcasting and tell your story like we just did with Tom here. Uh, please don't hesitate to uh, contact us at the 1028 podcast and that's on Facebook, that's on Instagram and we can sit down and we'll talk about how you can help, we can help you tell your can story. Can you book it online world. yet? Oh, no, not yet, but it's coming. But actually, by the time you listen to this, you can go on www.1028podcaststudio.com and you should be able to do everything that we just talked about. So that'll be beautiful. We're going to hold you to it. At Tom oh, Mouser Design. On Instagram. Yes. Yeah, you could definitely follow Tom. At me. At me. <laughs> and Tom, that's Tom. on all platforms too, Pretty right? much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll make sure I we I like have... your TikToks. Yeah. What? Uh, wait yeah. till yeah. I start doing my shuffle dancing. <laughs> Stop it, Tom. I can't do the Stop sexy it. stuff, you know. You Stop it. It's all an idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, Everything we do is an idea. <laughs> You uh, you will guys, go yeah, got something to say to with Josh? <laughs> yeah, no, you were you were going in, so go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Um, Tom Mosser, TomMosser dot com. TomMosser Design Design dot com and Instagram at TomMosser Design. TikTok uh, and then you have some offshoots, really yeah, good faces. There's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of Facebook pages. You type in Tom Mosser, it'll be Tom Mosser's work for Levi Stadium. Tom Mosser's work for. Prudential Center Arena, Tom Mosser's self-portrait series. Yeah. Facebook is great for that. I've got okay, pages. real quick, I got I got like a couple of questions just eating at me. What do you What do you think was your breakout moment? Uh, it'll be next year around June. Ooh. <laughs> it but still hasn't happened yet. You don't think so? Oh, you, no. you have, that's what I think. Do you Artists, have the, hold on, a, you have the biggest, world's biggest, or, or America's biggest indoor mural? Is it still the biggest? It is, yeah, the largest uh, interior mural. Yeah, that was a great project. That whole yeah. stadium project, it was uh, through Sports and the Arts, Prudential Center Arena, the home of the New Jersey Devils. I was living in Swickley, kind of like, I was working, painting like crazy, but I was kind of struggling. And I, a woman, uh, an old roommate of mine, Ben Boma, he works for uh, ESPN, he works for Fox Sports, he used to work for the Pirates, and he's a, he travels the country doing hockey games. He's a spotter. Wow. He was at a, a charity golf event. And he there afterwards the organizers were at a bar. It was a hockey. Uh, yeah. Jeremy Ren- Jeremy Ronick is a Hall of Fame hockey player. He's his right. golf tournament. And there was a woman there who was selling artwork to raise money. He gave her a business card of mine that he had. He said, "You talk to my friend Tom in Pittsburgh. He's really good." She didn't think much of it. A couple of weeks ago, she she looked at my stuff. She called me and we hit it off on the phone. She mm. really liked my stuff. Yeah. And uh, she said, "I got this project. Can't talk about it." Uh, she was a bit of an interior designer, and but she had a deal to do the interior design for Prudential Center Arena behind the scenes. 
Three weeks later, she called me. I'm driving up Walnut Street. And she said, Tom, I've got this project. It's called Central Provincial Center Arena. You're going to do about 40 or 50 pieces, including a large mural. I'm going to be, we got $78,000 for you. I'm going to upfront you $35,000 in advance. And I went, okay. I, tried, I was, remember, I was really cool. I was like, okay, that sounds good. Inside, I'm going, what? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it led, I ended up doing like 50 some pieces uh, regarding history in the area, logo treatments, hockey players, right. and a 30-foot by 200-foot mural. So that little Oof. business card led led to the largest mural, interior mural in the world, and it was an old-school networking, and and I need to send but more, Ben, more thank you. Cards. But you have not broken through yet, you don't think? No, I think, I think <laughs> that's why I think, like, I never turned the, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't have the villa in the south of France right now, but I I, I don't like the term evolving artist. We're always evolving. I, I agree with that. Or, Absolutely. You know, I think it's a dumb term. Emerging artist. Emerging artist. Right. When you retired the, as as the pirate parrot, did were you self-sustaining with art at that time? You were using that job so that you could have a job, have income, and do art at the same time? Is that is that what you were building? Your Yeah, I wanted – was I, the new owner was like – close to me in age I said I'm almost the same age as the owner I got to retire and my parents had passed away like five days apart and I said you know what it's time to like you know follow my dream I had a little bit of money saved up and I said well I don't know how I'm gonna do this I'm gonna I'm gonna bang it out so you go from hopped off the porch yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) that's that's what happened and um and I pushed through I ended up going to Swickley for four years with a little art studio space and I painted a ton and I I was I was kind of pushing through and struggling through, and uh, right that was 2005. A year later is when uh, Ben Boma handed handed Tracy Speck of the business card. And you had done that. That changed my life. Oh five is when you did the the two Andes. Two Andes and the t- good yeah. Downtown. Thank you. The two Andes mural with Sarah Zephyr. We did that through the Sprout Fund. I think I made two thousand yeah. dollars for that. But and it's iconic. I mean, it's yeah. It's I'm so happy that it's still around. And we knew it was again. It was. Simple image, two, mm-hmm. Andy Warhol, Andrew Carnegie, two mm-hmm. Andys. I had no idea. I didn't realize that they were both named Andy until somebody pointed out. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, genius. No, I didn't know. Andrew, and I didn't think of it. Getting a underneath Wait, chair. How far along were you before you realized that? Don't make sure there's sound with me going like this. That was <laughs> just, 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 two Andys, mural. Getting a... I know. No, but that mural, so the, the New Jersey, the... Oh, and the owners of the, the arena loved that mural. And they said, how much do you charge? Get for that. And I said something about $75,000. I just lied. Yeah. And they said, okay, all right. That's a starting point. And it started. And so the two Andes, that changed my life too, right. indirectly. And it was like three weeks of 90 degree weather on the top of Wiener World. And I'm thinking, where's my <laughs> life going? Seriously. Oh my gosh. I was like sort of broke. And I'm like doing this thing for $2,000. And Sarah was fun. She was great to work with and all. But that mural led to the the Prudential Center mural and the That's, little business card. Yeah. So it was like building blocks, you know, you see, and keep pushing, keep pushing. I knew that Two Andes was a great idea, right. and I was happy with the way it coming out. I needed to get that mural into the, the right eyes, which yeah. and that the right eyes were the owners of the Prudential Arena, the Devils, New Jersey Devils. <laughs> So that's another case. Looking back on it, I got right. it in front of the right eyes. So that's that, beautiful. To go into my closing, okay, um, that was a, an important piece. Um, so 
I'll just I'll just say. Uh, I do have another thing I'm excited about. Go ahead. So we're gonna be with another thing. that's great with Squarespace, your website designer yeah. Yeah. doing this. <laughs> I'm, I'm dating an Italian, so I picked it up. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my God! Hey. <laughs> so it's it's aligned with the company Printful. Mm-hmm. So we have behind the scenes. I have a whole. We have a whole line of merchandise related related to a golden retriever at the museum. Beautiful, you know, coffee mugs. And not everybody can afford five hundred dollar art print, which is great, or three hundred dollar print, but they'll thirty dollars for a coffee mug. And it's so easy. It's it, it's a fulfillment company. So you yeah. create these designs digitally. You're not you don't have boxes of T-shirts in your garage burning a hole in your wallet. Right. So we're going to be launching that in the next couple of weeks, and I'm excited about the possibility of that. You imprint your abstract painting on yeah. leggings or a, a shirt or a coffee mug and it's yeah. another way for find the one that gets a thousand it. likes and then you're like all right there i gotta go. put this into yeah. something so that i'm sorry people are gonna use. you're closing which i yeah. interrupted but so um what i was gonna say is that is is just kind of th- what this uh podcast theme has kind of meant to me is is that where you're at in life um people say that you're on your way oh you're on your way there you're i see you're heading in the right direction or whatever um i believe something a little bit different. I believe that you are where exactly where you need to be at every moment in time. And the point of that is that every block is building on the next and you wouldn't have that cornerstone. You wouldn't have that next level without the, whatever the block before that was, whether it's a struggle or a win, it doesn't matter. The point is that you have to have each one of those. You can't just do prudential. You can't just do, right. you have to do, you know, each thing before that to make yourself um, there. So whatever it is you're doing, do your best. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I think that's what shows through. That's what sets you apart and, and makes you into, into something that that's is going very to. Well absolutely, absolutely. I like the adage of, uh, of saying, I am so happy for every mistake that I've made in mm-hmm. my life. There you because go. that led me to be in this room with you fine people. And I said that at the uh, speech at Really yes. Big Faces. Yeah. It just kind of hit me. <laughs> I can't believe I thought of it. But I said I'm so happy for every mistake I've I've had because I'm in this room with all these people with this art show. It led me to be right here. Absolutely. Thank you for for doing the peppermint schnapps at that party. Because <laughs> you, I don't know if that led me anywhere. Eleven year old Tom, we're talking true. to. That's that amazing. was very well said. That was that was, that was beautiful, man. Thank you. Yeah, we all we all we all here. No no skipping steps, right? It's, exactly. It's, it's like every everything matters, um, and we are. I think we're we're at that point where it's like. We're just gaining the skills to become the person that we were meant to be. You never stop emerging. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And it's never going to stop until that day, you know, where we just go on to our next existence. But until then, we'll keep evolving, and that's what it's about. Keep moving, keep moving forward, guys. Yeah. So check us out. Um, I'll do my I'll do my outro. Um, So pghprintship dot com. That's our uh, business that does printing, apparel copy center fine art printing and uh and we use like signs and banners and stuff real big they're great ease of use is amazing on the thank website you. i'll vouch for it. definitely phenomenal thank you. Thank phenomenal you. work guys. we we print for a lot of artists we print for uh, a major museum and uh, mm-hmm. i'm i'm my venture out um marketing this year is is to print for more museums so that's what i'm mm-hmm. i'm trying to, to get into and um if you want to follow me personally uh, it's Josh Snyder 86 on Instagram. That's usually the, the best place to reach me. Um, Snyder with an I, S-N-I-D-E-R. And then the podcast, thank you so much for listening. We wouldn't be here without you. And uh, we wouldn't 
we wouldn't um, you know be able to be doing what we're doing without all the the support that we have Absolutely. and that that goes for all of us individually so we, um, we all thank everyone that has um, crossed our paths or, or helped us build on those blocks that we have so thank you for listening thoughtful discussions um, Instagram Facebook and um, and any podcast that you can listen to, uh, thoughtful discussions with Josh Snyder. I like, I like and that. Thoughtful some, discussions. I, you know, the reason I came up with Everything that, I'll go you do real is quick. An idea. It is. <laughs> the reason I, th- I thought about the name is, is I was like, well, if I could have anything else in the world, it'd be more thoughtful, thoughtful discussions. discussions. You do have a. You could be a therapist. I mean, that could be part of what you do. That was, uh, you do have a great voice. Thank Beautiful. Thank you. Appreciate that was awesome. Thanks, guys. So, thank you for right. listening. Wouldn't Definitely. be here without you. Everything you do is an idea. Absolutely. Go out there, do something beautiful. Uh, the world's counting on you. Uh, remember, this world is a blank canvas, and each of us need to grab our paintbrushes and help paint this masterpiece together. And we are out. Okay.